heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. Welcome to Voice of a Nation. And this is Dr. Lee for America in for Malcolm tonight with an explosive show about military whistleblowers sharing information about the Department of Defense cover-up on vaccine injuries among our military service members. Listen up, everybody. This is an important show, particularly for all of you out there who have friends in the military and for the parents of service members. Our two Army whistleblowers are going to share with you information from the DOD database, DMED, on what the reality of the vaccine injuries has shown in the younger, healthier population of the U.S. military service members across all branches. And they're going to talk more about shining light on the DOD's blatant attempt to cover up the vaccine injuries and lie about the data and what it meant. And you're going to hear things tonight on Voice of a Nation to help protect our great nation and save our constitutional republic because we need all of our listeners to get loud, get involved, and share this information with your elected officials, with everyone that you know to expose the medical tyranny in the U.S. military. Listen every night at 6 and 10 p.m. every Monday through Friday to Malcolm on Voice of a Nation. And then all of these shows go to podcasts archived on the America Out Loud platform. You can find hours and hours of more great content on America Out Loud and my show, Truth for Health, the rest of the story the media refuses to disclose to the public, airs every Saturday at 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and then goes to podcast on my team page on America Out Loud. And check our website, truthforhealth.org. Consider a gift to support legal defense grants for those in our military and citizens across the country who are experiencing medical tyranny and persecution for simply asking that their constitutional rights for medical and religious exemptions on the COVID shot be honored. We are doing extraordinary work in our public charity with our band of warriors, and we urge you to join our crusade of the voiceless. We are silent no more, and we need you to be part of our efforts to preserve medical freedom. And tonight, Our two military whistleblowers are career army officers with 20 years each in the military. They have the courage and fortitude and bravery under fire because they both are threatened with persecution and one has been threatened with arrest for speaking out, trying to protect U.S. service members who are being coerced and punished and threatened over the illegal order 
for an experimental vaccine to be given without honoring medical and religious exemptions that are guaranteed by the U.S. Constitution that our military commanders have taken an oath to serve and are trampling upon daily. This expose will help understand what the rest of us are up against if our military goes down and is decimated by these illegal orders. Thank you both for being with us tonight, Danny and Culper. The two of you are heroes in my book. And if citizens don't stand up and defend our military, then we are next. Thank Thank you you for speaking out. Thank you, doctor. Appreciate you. Okay. So tell us what happened this week and what happened last week after our press conference exposed the vaccine injuries in the military. And then Tom Renz brought out information at Senator Johnson's press conference eight days later on January 24th. Since then, I know, Danny, you have done an explosive video that's on our website, truthforhealth.org. And I know that you have new information this week about what the DOD has done to try and cover up the damage. So tell us about that. Take it away, brother. All right. All right. So after we did the uh, the uh, interview detailing member, service members who were injured, uh, either vaccine injured or you know, the, and then also the illegality of the, you know, bits and pieces of illegality of the order. Uh, we had uh, Senator Johnson <clears throat> had some whistleblowers, uh, one of those being uh, Lieutenant Colonel Teresa Long. He did a, uh, a session with her, recorded it, uh, where they brought out the DMED data. Now, the DMED data, uh, Danny did a fantastic video on this one. Uh, you guys can go and, and view it. It's about six minutes long. It's absolutely worth a while to listen to. And it details out what the DMED is. Basically, it's a tracking system that tracks all of the uh, medical information, like the data points for the medical information for the Department of Defense. And then uh, they brought that out. They did a five-year comparison before 2021, and then that just 2021 in comparison to those five years. So they got the average of all those different events, like let's okay, testicular cancer, ovarian cancer, brain tumors. Uh, myocarditis, precarditis, any, any and everything that you can think of, right? Uh, including like infertility, anything that you can think of, they included in that. They got those averages. They compared it to just the events that occurred in the DOD in 2021. And the information is devastating between the differences between those averages of the five years and 2021. Now, what I mean when I say that, I think we need to understand like w- what key event it happened in 2021 alone that did not happen in any of those other years. The, the vaccine mandate for the DOD, right? Have started in August. I mean, the rollout of the vaccine started early in 2021 uh, where service members could, could volunteer to get it. And then up until uh, the actual mandate itself, we were, the DOD was sitting right at about, fi- about 50%, a little bit over 50% of service members across the board had gotten that. And then August 23rd rolls around, Secretary of Defense says, hey, yep, I need to line my pockets. Uh, we're going to mandate this thing. Paraphrasing. And then uh, service members all over the force have to get it, right? <clears throat> that means that the only the only difference, the only variable that was different between any of those years is the vaccine. 
So you cannot blame it on COVID. You cannot blame it on, oh, just, just an increased use in the, in the uh, like hospitals or increased use in, in the, uh, the medical centers. You, you logically cannot look at the data that is horrible to look at and then say, oh, yeah, this is, this is something else. This, this can't be the vaccine. I don't want to take away from the, from the topic that we're on. But I do want to talk about one thing you just said really quick, and you were talking about the sec def lining his pockets. So we're going to come back to that. But I want you to know right off the bat, the sec def owns 29,000 shares in tenant health. We can discuss that more in depth later. But the reason that's important is he's made over a million dollars, million dollars based on tenant health, tenant health rise in stock directly related to the COVID vaccine. And a lot of tenant health constituents are, um, folks who live right off post when they, when they administer vaccines within the uh, community. So he has directly benefited off of these injuries, but we'll get back to original. Point. I'm glad you brought that up, Danny, because I was going to jump in and ask the same question because it was, it went so fast. I wasn't sure our listeners heard it, but that is, it was a requirement that the secretary of defense taking this government political appointee position that he divest himself of those financial connections. And so the fact that Correct. he kept he swore that he investment, would. yes. And the fact that he kept that investment in itself is unethical. And I can't comment about whether it's illegal, but certainly this is not disclosed. Okay. <laughs> I can. It is. It no, it's patently illegal, right? Just, just, I mean, right off the bat, right? It is, it is an absolute violation of 18 U, title, title 18 U.S. Code Section 208. It's called acts affecting a personal financial interest. And then the punishment for violating 208 is outlined in 18 U.S. Code Section 216. That's called penalties and injunctions. It's and what a, are the penalties? So the, the, the penalties, right? Double check here. Uh, from the top of my head, the, the penalties for uh, willingly violating the law, which is what occurred, right? Um, it's five years, up to five years in prison and or a $50,000 fine for each offense or forfeiture of all of the like the resources or, or, or what it is that you gained from not divesting or breaking that ethical agreement. Okay. In other words, his entire stocks, Correct. which is now in excess so, of two, two well, tell plus me million. something for our listeners to understand while we're talking about the financial conflicts of the secretary of defense of the United States of America, who is issuing orders affecting the lives of our military and the rest of us, what other financial conflicts exist with this secretary of defense that are affecting the situations right now that he's ruling on? or involved in. Right. So, I mean, as the secretary of defense, you're the, you're the head of the entire defense apparatus. Part of that defense apparatus is shelling out a ton of money to the defense industry or the de defense industrial base. That's companies like Boeing, Lockheed Martin, Raytheon, the, play, the, the, the people in the companies that make the weapons, the missiles, the, the planes, all the equipment, right? So as the highest member of this organization, he absolutely has the capacity to influence where those contracts go now. And that we would have to do about a 24 hour 
podcasts to be able to talk about how acquisitions occur in the in the defense department. It is ridiculous, right? It's extremely complicated and and just unnecessary. But getting down to brass tacks, he still is involved in uh, like financially involved in Raytheon and Nucor Corporation. So Raytheon, I think everyone has just about heard Raytheon. They generally they make like missiles, right? They make like the uh, the tow missile and the javelin missiles for uh, the defense department. Coincidentally, we just sold a ton of javelin missiles to Ukraine. Right? So he got a little bit of a bump in his stocks on that one. Uh, Nucor Corporation is they produce, uh, they like mass produce a lot of steel and steel products. Uh, and a lot of those products go towards uh, defense contracts, either it's with the Navy or, or whatever other branch. So, I mean, by still being financially tied to those organizations, right? Because he has not divested his stock. He has not sold the stock options that he was originally awarded for being part of those companies before he was the secretary of the defense. Uh, he violated his ethics agreement where he, he swore on that agreement that he would divest that uh, all of those interests within a certain time frame. That time frame, I think the latest one was about 180 days, which is very generous and, and I think ridiculous on the end of itself. But we're well past the 180 day mark from when he swore in on January the 22nd of 2021. Right. I'm pretty sure we are. There is no form fours in the SEC to show that he divested those stocks. The SEC, by law, has to publicly post those. And guess what doesn't exist in time and space? The proof and the stuff that, by law, they have to post. Well, hey, doctor, you want to talk about the corruption that goes on below the Secretary of Defense within his entire um, chain of command? Yes, I think, I think our listeners that. need to know that. All right, so... Let me tell you about this, this DMED stuff, getting back to what we're talking about with the medical stuff. Let me tell you, I'm going to run through this fast. My wife says I talk fast and she has a hard time understanding me. So I will try to slow it down, but stick with me. So <clears throat> an order was given. The secretary of defense said, you will, you will take this shot. What he said was you will take an FDA approved shot. There doesn't, there is not an FDA approved shot. So everything taking place after that is illegal. Now, the Secretary of Defense's order in and of itself is not unlawful. The order is lawful because he is saying you will take an FDA approved shot. However, the enforcement of it is unlawful because one does not exist. What they're doing is they're playing a shell game. And this is a, this is occurring across all the branches. But let's jump into what took place with the DMED data. So these whistleblowers, they released this information. Now, the DMED, DMED is like bears, sort of. Uh, when, when a medical provider in the military, it has to be a medical provider and it has to be somebody within the Department of Defense. They go in, they input the data into the system. This is for every visit. So if you go in to be seen for the same, same thing a hundred times, then it gets input a hundred times. If it's only one time, it's only one time. How many times do you think people are going in to be seen for heart attacks? Probably not too many, right? You're going to have individual events for people, maybe a couple of follow-ups, but your, your data should not increase or decrease substantially from year to year without a significant uh, trigger in, in between. So this stuff is input. And what happened was they, they, this information was pulled out of the database, which years, years have gone by, but 
we saw in the blaze article how how much the department of defense has has touted the the uh how amazing this database is and how uh, infallible it is so anyways 2016 to 2020 a baseline data completely arbitrary the person who pulled this took an arbitrary number 5 years and then they added 2021 to have a you know you had the 5 year benchmark you added the 2021 to see what happened the numbers were staggering. I'm going to fly through some of these really quick, really quick for you. We had a 1,529% increase in chest pain. We had um, acute MI, so heart attacks, 269% increase. Acute pericarditis, 175% increase. I go down the list. You had pulmonary embolisms, which increased by 467%. You had cerebral infarctions, which improved which increased by 393%. I go on and on and on down Danny, this list. Yes. Let's let's stop there for a second to help okay. our listeners understand because cerebral infarction is a stroke. Strokes yes. typically do not happen in the young population, the healthy younger population like the US military. Strokes typically occur in people over 50 people with diabetes, hypertension, obesity. Yes. This is a staggering increase in chest pain, heart attacks, stroke. From a medical standpoint, when we're looking at the 18 to 40 year old, roughly is the age range of the military, give or take a few years. Right. But the point is, these are younger, healthier people than the average U.S. population across the board. This yes. is staggering. So we also saw infertility, both in men and women, rise by over 300%. We saw spontaneous abortions, otherwise known as miscarriages, rise by 306%. So these numbers are crazy. But I want to put this in context for a second, because when the, when the information was analyzed, we didn't just take random numbers and just throw them at the wall and say, okay, we got some high numbers. Uh, let's, go, let's go put it out publicly and, and, and scream about how bad this is. No, we analyzed the numbers based on context. The things that medical you know, doctors, such as Dr. Vliet, would think, would say, would have gone up because of the vaccine, those things did go up. So let me, let me try to clarify that. What a... What the doctors have seen as far as these, these you know, medical events that have occurred because of either COVID or the vaccine, they said these things would likely increase in number. Those are the things that did increase. The things that did not increase, such as, and I'm looking at this, that stayed relatively same, the same across the screen was like Chagas disease, uh, typhoid fever, uh, spotted fever. Lyme disease, these things did not change. In fact, just looking at Lyme disease here, it went down a little bit. So these things were normal across the board. The big ones were, were the things that were applied to the vaccine directly. But I'm going to tell you why that's important. What happened immediately after this, so there was a big fallout, right? We, we, social media blew up with these numbers that, wow, this is proof. PolitiFact, the garbage leftist rag that they are, came out and did their hit piece for the Department of Defense. And within hours of the Department of Defense pulling down the DMED database, PolitiFact put out an article that says they talked to a spokesman from the DHA, which is, you know, Defense Health. And they said, oh, no, it was, there was a mix up. What happened was 
between 2016 and 2020, the, the information was input incorrectly. Well, <clears throat> hold up a minute. <laughs> First of all, from 2016 to 2020, like I said before, that was an arbitrary number, right? Arbitrary. That means somebody just decided, hey, I'm going to pick a five-year time frame randomly. They could have picked 10 years or five or 15 years. They chose five. So you're telling me that nobody noticed for five years that the information was input correctly. And it just happened to be the five years that person pulled. Oh, but the, like I said before, the stuff that was not relevant to the vaccine did not change. In fact, some of it even went down. It was the stuff that was relevant to the vaccine that went up. So what took place was after the whistleblower, whistleblowers, you know, released that information and Thomas Renz went, went in front of Senator Johnson, the Department of Defense scrambled. They scrambled to cover this up. They took the database down. They laundered this knowledge, this, this fake knowledge, this lie through their, their, you know, leftist media wing. And then they brought the database back up and they had, they had changed all the numbers. Everything changed. They committed medical fraud. They lied to the public. And here soon, they're probably going to lie in front of the Senate when they have to go in front of a congressional hearing. Oh, yeah. That, that, that's also by like them deleting the evidence, right? Because it is evidence. Once, once you swear testimony before a senator on an issue, that is evidence, right? And so- Well, these, Senator Johnson their, oh, put them on notice. Yeah, in their, in their infinite wisdom. Yeah, in their yeah. infinite wisdom, they- they broke another federal law by trying to cover up all the evidence. Oh, Senator absolute- Johnson made it clear in the hearing that he was putting them on notice. He said it at least twice that I heard in the hearing. You are on notice that you are under a records preservation order. Oh, doctor, it was absolutely beautiful. You know, at first I was really upset. When, when I got the news that the, the, uh, the database had gone down, I was very upset and, I, oh, you know, they're trying to cover this up. But then I started to think about it and I talked to some folks. This is actually perfect. They, they took the database down immediately afterwards. They flubbed all the numbers and they, they mixed up their, first of all, if whoever listens to this is the individual who changed the database, you're an idiot. I'm letting oh, you yeah. know right now, you're an yeah. absolute <laughs> you need, idiot. You need to get a lawyer and find a new job. And right. Boy. And, and you need to t- go like maybe look at, go take an analytics course or a, maybe a math course or, or get some kind of education and learn how to, you know, conduct your corruption the right way. Because what he did was who, whoever it was, he, she changed these numbers in such a weird way that it doesn't add up with fixing the numbers in the system for what you'd expect if there was absolute, if there was actually a, a goof up. So the entire thing just made the D- Department of Defense look even worse. Okay, going back to what, what we were talking about earlier, because this is important. You say, why? Why would they do this? Why would they you know, poison their own service members? There's, there's several reasons here. First of all, there is an EUA vaccine study that's being conducted on DOD service members and their family. Um, I don't have the number in front of me, but the case study has a, has a long series of digits and all of the data for the EUA is going to Pfizer. 
why would they want to do a EUA study on, on service members? Well, why not? If you were a medical provider, a doctor, a scientist, somebody that was studying data, would you not want to have a pool of people that you can, that you knew their race, their, their, their sex, their age, their, every single metric you could know about a person exists within the DOD because we, we catalog all that stuff meticulously. So this, all of this information is going off to Pfizer and Pfizer, in the meantime, is talking to the FDA and the FDA is hooking the, uh, the, the Department of Defense up with a, with a false FDA approval because it was FDA approved, but then the BLA marketing license was taken down on the same day that it was issued, 23 August, which allows the DOD to play that shell game I talked about earlier, saying, oh, we have an FDA approved vaccine. Uh, it's interchangeable. Uh, the, it's the same thing. It just has a different name. Well, no. Anybody who knows FDA regulations understands that's not a thing. You, you can't legally do that. In fact, Judge Alan Windsor out of the, the 11th Circuit Court said that much uh, about two months ago. No, you can't just retroactively call an EUA vaccine FDA approved. That's not how any of this works. These laws have been on, on the books for a long time now. So the DOD just keeps digging itself into a hole more and more and more. While the Secretary of Defense who is sitting fat and happy and thought he was just going to walk through all this without any, any contest is making millions of dollars. And now we've got him, we've got it. We've got his financials. We have, we have the fact that his department of defense is corrupting and changing medical records. We have all of this, we have proof and we are putting out more and more by the day because they keep digging their hole bigger. Wow. Yep. Well, this is, is a stunning revelation on all of this, and there's more to come after the break. This is Dr. Lee for America in for Malcolm on Voice of a Nation, and this is the nation's security and survival at stake in the discussion that we're having tonight. So stay tuned for right after the break. We will be right back with more Voice of a Nation. Our global experts are brilliant writers and engaging hosts on a mission of a lifetime. You'll find the latest news and inspiration on the front page of AmericaOutloud.com. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep can be infuriating. Your mind races. You toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's digital age makes it even harder. You're not alone with this struggle. Poor sleep affects over 70% of Americans. Even the Centers for Disease Control label insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. To take back your sleep, Healthy Cell has created REM Sleep, the only sleep supplement made to support all four stages of human sleep with calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support delivered in a patent-pending, pill-free, ultra-absorption microgel formula that tastes great. Fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deeply, and wake up refreshed with Healthy Cell's REM sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off your first order. That's HealthyCell.com, H-E-A-L-T-H-Y-C-E-L-L, and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Americans, we seek to form a more perfect union. To paraphrase Abraham Lincoln, we are a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. And God willing, we shall not perish from the earth. 
AmericaOutloud.com. Liberty and justice for all. Listen to Malcolm, the voice of a nation, on iHeartRadio or our free apps on Apple, Android, or Alexa. Welcome back to the second half of Voice of a Nation with Dr. Lee for America. In for Malcolm tonight, talking with two Army officer whistleblowers who are giving shocking information about the Department of Defense, financial corruption, and cover-up of medical injuries of vaccinated military service members, and then trying to alter the Department of Defense DMED database. And we ought to tie this into what was brought out in an article this just this week with the Epoch Times investigation. So hopefully both of you will comment on that as well, looking at some of the nefarious purposes perhaps associated with access to the DOD medical database. It is very alarming when we consider that the Comirnaty FDA approved version of the COVID shot is not available on any military installation in the continental US or overseas. And that is the only one that had a conditional approval And as our whistleblowers just pointed out, the licensing agreement for Comirnaty was canceled the same day it was issued. So it is not a a legally available option in spite of the fact that you keep hearing that people are getting an FDA-approved vaccine. So pick up where you left off before the break with talking about some of the corruption and cover-up in the DOD. Yeah, I was, Danny, I found that uh, I got that uh, study pulled up for anybody at home that's listening and wants to wants to look at it. All right. It's a Pfizer study. Uh, it's a study using secondary data from administrative claims, electronic medical records for military and civilian personnel and their families in the Department of Defense Military Health System. Uh, the study number is Charlie 4591011. In addition, we submitted a 27 slide uh, presentation to members of Congress on Monday, the same day that they decided to pull the system down and, and pull all their shenanigans. Right? And in that presentation, we listed out verbatim from A to Z, how the order is illegal, all of the different um, the, the, the laws and how each one of them interacts and what the FDA did and what the DOD did. But yeah, Danny, definitely like keep at it. Okay. So what the doctor was talking about just a minute ago, we have not fully flushed out. So we're going to keep some things close hold, but I'm going to tell you some other things really quick. And I want, I want everybody out there who's a a red blooded American to start digging into this stuff. Okay. Because this is your country. This is our country. All right. So I want you to, to pay attention to what I'm about to say here. So there was an article both in the Epoch times and then in Fox news. And we can, we can put those links up for you on, on the website and you can check those out. But basically, it's allegations that uh, China has been harvesting the DNA of foreigners to include Americans. Now, the left will scream at the top of their lungs that this is this is a conspiracy theory. There's no proof to this. There's a lot of proof to it, actually. So what they found was that um, 
I believe it, I believe the number was 68. The final phase of trials. No, that's for that's for the vaccine. Excuse me. So, <clears throat> yeah, they. I'm sorry. I'm just rambling. Now. I'm trying to read through this. Art. Oh, I'm sorry. There we go. With over 80 million health profiles, China has the largest DNA database in the world and growing. All right. So that's that's not conjecture. That's fact. Okay. That's that's an, a, a substantial number of hardened um, information that we know for sure. 80 million health profiles. And it's growing. All right. So in the late 1990s, and I'll get this video out for you as well, because this recently dropped. One of the uh, senior leaders of the P, or, excuse me, the CCP in China was, was in a forum, was in a, a closed meeting where the audio leaked that said that he, that basically America belonged to China, the land itself belonged to China, and that they, he, he gives this whole breakdown about how they're going to use biological weapons to exterminate the Americans, push them out. Um, and basically free up more land for China. Now, you're going to be like, this is ridiculous. Who, who is this guy talking on the radio right now? I'm telling you, this stuff is readily available. Go look it up and we will put it on the website for you to look at. He's having this whole conversation. Okay, so it's just one guy, right? Maybe he's just a nut job. So what we know is that China has a lot of medical profiles of foreigners. We also know that they are collecting the information, I'm not going to tell you how, go ahead and dig into it the same way we are because we're going to put this information out later, but we know that they're collecting the information from DOD service members. Yes, they have access to these databases. And I hope that the folks listening at the DOD start to sweat right about now because we're talking about full-blown treason. All right, so- Funded stuff, by the American taxpayer. Yes. You are paying is, for it right now. Right. This stuff is under contract by the NIH, the same NIH that we found out from Project Veritas last month was trying to find somebody to fund their gain of function research. DARPA said no, too dangerous. Remember the document that came out? James O'Keefe put it out in Project Veritas. DARPA said, nope, too dangerous. So they found somebody else. They pushed off their gain of function research. We had this pandemic that has, you know, gripped the world. All the while, China has been harvesting DOD service members, you know, medical data, all for the purpose of, what do you think the purpose is? Def uh, creating a bioweapon that is tailored to the DNA of us, of anybody else in the world. If you don't have to use a bullet or a gun or, a, you know, a bullet or a missile or, or any other kind of weaponry, if you don't have to conduct combat, why would you? They can just wipe us out by tailoring bioweapons to us. Now, the rest of it, I'm going to keep close hold for now. I'm telling you, this is happening in real time. You can find the contracts. All of this stuff is open source. I'm not telling you anything that came out of a secret military database. This is all open source. Start digging into it. Well, and Danny, that actually fits with what we were finding medically related to the SARS-CoV-2 virus and the fact that it had clearly been manipulated with inserts in the viral genome that targeted the ACE2 receptor differentially based on race. And that's partly why we've seen 
skyrocketing rates of COVID illness and death in three ethnic groups that are more vulnerable to the ACE2 receptor effects of the SARS-CoV-2 virus. African-Americans, Hispanic Americans, and Native Americans. Those are the same three ethnic groups that are highest risk for vaccine injury as well. Same mechanism, spike protein damage, damaging the, the vasculature. So there's already evidence that we're seeing medically in my practice and doctors across the country are seeing with the differential impact of the SARS-CoV-2 virus and the experimental COVID vaccine shots. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't know that information. Uh, I couldn't even repeat it back if you asked me to. Um, that That's super helpful for us knowing that going forward. What, what I will do really quickly is I will, I will walk the dog as, as easily as I can. The Department of Defense is mandating unlawfully that a, an emergency, that an experimental drug is taken by the service members who are in charge of protecting this nation, protecting this nation, the Constitution, our very way of life, our freedom. Okay. The Department of Defense, the people that are actually in charge of these troops are mandating this. They, they are using coercion. They are kicking troops out. They are ruining careers. They are ruining lives. If people do not take this vaccine, all the while, the folks at the very top, to include Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, is getting very rich. He's getting very rich to the tune of over a million dollars just off of his tenant health stock by, by pushing this off on troops and we are crippling the national security of this nation. All the while, our largest competitor one day will be our largest enemy, China, is using our own tax dollars funded by the NIH, who has basically laughed at Congress. You all seen Fauci up there just basically smearing his, his face and snirking and, and making fun of the senators up there even cussing about him when he got caught on the mic, right? You all heard that. So Fauci's up there just making fun of these senators while he's using our tax dollars to fund the Chinese to create bioweapons that are tailored to kill us, all the while our leaders mandate we take this stuff. Are you, are you not seeing the picture of this? This is what we're talking about when we say, you know, they are attacking us and they are trying to subvert and, and, and destroy our way of life. It's not just our way of life. It's our, our families. It's us. It's, it's everything that we've ever known. They are trying to take our country. And this, is, this absolutely needs to be screamed at the top of our lungs. This is not a conspiracy theory of, of absurd proportions. This is happening. Time now. We have the proof. We're looking at it open source. This is real. We're well, watching you, our service members die and we are doing nothing about it. Exactly right. And if you link for all of our listeners, I've been working on this from the medical side for the last two and a half years, trying to understand what's going on. The proof also of what Danny just described and what Culper has been describing lies in the documentation that was done in Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s book, The Real Anthony Fauci, with thousands of, recommend, of, of actual resource references 
it goes back to things I've observed about Anthony Fauci going back to the beginning of my medical career in the AIDS epidemic when people died because he blocked treatment then and had financial conflicts with patents on vaccines he was trying to develop at the time under his agency. And then you look at Dr. Peter Bregan and his book, COVID-19 and the Global Predators, We Are the Prey. There is more documentation in both of those books, each one with over a thousand reference cited that outlines how long this has been in the planning and exactly the kind of nefarious scheme and traitorous activity has been going on for years, building to this point that Danny and Culper are uncovering in our Department of Defense and what is causing death and disability and debilitating health damage to our U.S. service members. I want to point out one other statistic, doctor. Yes, go ahead. This last statistic is actually not a medical statistic. This also came out of DMED though. Like I said, anything you're seen for gets logged into DMED. So suicides, suicide is not a medical issue. It is just something you do to yourself, right? However, we know that the the morale and the, the impact that this has had on people mentally being being closed in and, and not being able to go out because what are we we're social creatures right we need contact with other, other human beings physical contact so we watched suicide in 2016 359 it went to 496 530 570 550 okay so sort of baseline what do you think it was so keep in mind covid was still in effect in in 2020 that was 550 2021, it went up to 1,798, 1,798, okay? That is a 358% increase in suicides in the DOD. And I'm telling you why right now, Culper and I, what do we do? We blow the whistle on the stuff we see in the military. That's kind of our purpose in life at the moment is to keep leaders accountable. We have each received thousands upon thousands and thousands of messages from service members across every branch talking about what their commands are doing to them, talking about the bullying, all the way down to the company level, your company 03 captain commander, all the way up to the brigade, general officers, the corruption we've seen, folks being mistreated, bullied. And I'm not talking mistreating. Oh, they made me do some push-ups. Oh, it's hard. No, no. Hey, both of us, we've been in the army long enough. We know this how, how it works. Okay. We're, we're, we're tough guys. We've been smoked before. We've been torn up. That's not the issue. We're talking about people living in absolute misery because all of the rights have been taken. They've been stuck into rooms and some, sometimes not being fed sometimes not, not getting any kind of care whatsoever. They're sick and they're miserable and they're chains commander forgetting about them. I can't even begin to detail to you in the amount of time we have left, the, the kind of atrocities, truly, we have seen that people have filled our inbox with, the, the suicides we've seen, the murders, the deaths, everything that has taken place because of the fallout from, these, from this isolation and these quarantines, that, ne- that doesn't get talked about. All you hear from the army, all you hear from the DOD, people talking about how we need to take care of our troops. We need to take care of our people. The people come first. Well, 
These numbers suggest otherwise. Oh, yeah. Our leaders people, are not putting us first. Yeah, people first, people first. To put that to put that number in perspective of, of how many service members killed themselves, right? Um, that's like three armor battalions that we lost in one year. Now, imagine that, right? We lost three battalions worth of soldiers, service members, right? Not just soldiers because airmen, sailors, Marines, everyone, right? We lost that in a year. We didn't lose that in Afghanistan for forever. That took us years and years and years and years and years of constant combat operations to happen. And here we are on our own soil, in our own backyard, in their own barracks rooms. That's happened. That is what we did to our people. That that point you just made, that's brilliant. So in, in 15 years of combat in Afghanistan, Culper, you just nailed it. 15 years of combat. We did not do as much... We did not conduct as much death against U.S. service members as the Department of Defense did in one year from these quarantines and isolations and, and, the, and, and what was going on because service members were not getting vaccinated and what their commands were doing. Yeah, and it's directly tied to it's. It's not just because, oh, I'm, I'm afraid of the COVID. They didn't kill themselves because they were afraid of a, of a, of a slight flu. They right. killed themselves because their commands, and let us be very clear, they killed themselves because their commands we're treating them like cattle. Well, I can't say that. Yeah. Like cattle. I can't say those words on, on the radio show, but the, <laughs> like slime, like literal pond scum, right? They were treating them worse than what we hear in prisoner of war camps. And quite frankly, I've said as a civilian that what has been described to us at Truth for Health Foundation and what was described in our press conference on the abuses in the military are worse than what was allowed to happen at Gitmo for the terrorism detainees. They were treated like royalty by comparison to what our troops are getting right now. And I want to bring up a medical point that the listeners need to understand and you military members need to understand. The suicide rate is, yes, absolutely a trauma that occurs with isolation and mistreatment and discouragement and fear as a psychological reaction, but it is also a medical issue. This is the first time in the history of any vaccination in the, in the world that these experimental shots are coated with lipid nanoparticles that drive the mRNA and DNA across the blood-brain barrier into the brain and central nervous system and cause inflammatory damage and disruption of brain function at a physiologic level due to the spike protein damage and the nanoparticle damage to the brain, the pathways that regulate mood, behavior, and cognition, and the entire nervous system. We have never had a vaccine in the history of vaccination that got into the brain, the way these COVID shots do. So it is a medical issue. It is a psychological issue and it is devastating damage. I'm glad you said that, doctor. I actually didn't know that. I didn't realize this was having a, a, an effect on the, uh, the mood, basically the, the ability for the mind to regulate the, the, the happiness and the, you know, the sadness of a, of an individual. I, I had no idea. That's, Absolutely, that's it does. They it targets they, this this damage 
is affecting the limbic system structures of the brain, which gets into regulation of mood, behavior, sleep, pain, appetite, thirst, drive, focus, and attention and concentration. Cognitive function is impaired. All of the, the limbic system functions are impaired. This is brain inflammation. That's going and just keep on. on. Keep in mind, this is all on the eve of supposed combat with Russia, right? Oh. A near peer, not guys hanging out in caves. We're talking about a near peer competitor that we're, we're supposedly going to war with while our military not only kicks thousands of tr troops out of the military, but cripples them with this poison as well. Yeah, exactly. It, 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 like you as a taxpayer, how does that make you feel? I want you to think about that. I want to think you to think about how does that that fit that figure and all that information make you feel? You paid for all of that to happen. You're still paying for all of that to happen. Heck, you paid upwards of 700 plus billion dollars last year to make that happen. Let me ask you this. How much freedom did that buy you last year? Did that buy you like any freedom at all? No, you were locked down. You were encouraged to get a shot that's killing you. Your kids were forced to wear masks in schools. And what has changed? Those are good questions. And this is Indeed. something that every American needs to pay attention to. I, I keep saying it. I'm speaking as a civilian here. If our military is decimated like this medically, psychologically, and, cause, and, and are triggered to have these debilitating long-term injuries as well as deaths, what chance is there for the average American citizen when our military is undermined to this degree and we are faced with forced quarantine and compulsory vaccination? We better wake up and start all getting involved and getting loud and speaking out about this. Let me, let me bring up a quick point, doctor. So we're, we're both soldiers. We're in the army. It's interesting because they'll, they'll tell you till they're blue in the face that there's no issue with retention. There's no issue with recruiting, that they're meeting their numbers in the army. They are not. And, and the proof is in what they just did. So the army just issued a, a memorandum that says they're going to give $50,000 bonuses, 50,000. Think about that. $50,000 bonuses in my 20 years in the army. I've never seen that. So $50,000 bonuses to new recruits for four years, but they're also going to give $20,000 bonuses for folks who do two years. So while they're kicking out the experienced ones, the ones who know how to do this stuff, they're going to bring in these folks that they can not only stick a needle in, but they can psychologically twist to their woke ideology. And that's a whole different topic, but yes, so that they can form the military that they want without the, uh, that conservative or that uh, patriotic buy-in that we have always known our military to have. They are actively depleting and kicking our folks out of the military and bringing in more whatever and paying them a lot of money to do so. Disgusting. Well, that was the title of the press conference, Purging Patriots from the U.S. Military. That's it. And that's exactly what's happening. It's also happening in other ways in our country where the older conservative veterans, for example, the veteran population is being decimated. Those who have experience in combat, those who know how the military should be run, 
you look at the death rates there as well, and they are through the roof. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm devastated by this because I'll tell you, doctor, I love the army. It's given me everything in life. Uh, I've been in 20 years. Uh, I, I don't even know if I'll retire at this point. What I'm doing right now, you think when they find out who I am, that they're not going to nail me to the cross. I mean, oh, yeah. truly, it's this kind of stuff is, is so important. I'm not getting paid for this. Nobody is, I mean, my, literally my, my, my pension, everything else, my, my healthcare, all of it is on the line. And I just, it's not as important as this. This is the most important thing in my lifetime. I, I truly believe that God put me on this planet for this time and this place to do what I'm doing right now, to put this message out. Because who else is putting out this message in the military? There are people fighting it. There are people in courts. But what Culper and I have done the buy-in we've bought with the, the military community over the last two years with the whistleblowing stories and to have this stuff transform at the same time and place, it's given us the ability to see inside with a looking glass what many can't see. We have access to information. And I'm not talking about classified military information. I'm talking about the information of thousands of service members from all branches messaging us directly telling us what's going on, allowing us to put stories together, allowing us to conduct the, the, you know, the web analysis of the, the bigger picture that wouldn't be done otherwise. And I truly say, I believe that I'm here in this time and place for a purpose. And it's because our country is, is being decimated faster than we can fight back from within. And folks don't even know about it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we, Danny and I, and, and many other service members out there, we, we remember our oath. We remember what it means. We remember like raising our hand and like swearing that oath to defend the constitution of the people of the United States of America. And that it's, it's important, right? That some, to some people it's just words, but to the military and a lot of people in the military, it's more than that, right? That freedom and the defense of freedom and everyone's individual freedoms is just, it's sacred. It's absolutely sacred. And, you know, we've, it's our purpose. This is our purpose. This is what I was put on this planet to do. Right. I don't care what it, it does to me. I don't care about being put in jail. I don't care about all of the persecution. I don't care about all the stuff that has happened so far. It, it doesn't matter. None of that matters. What matters is freedom. What matters is the oath that I took. That is what matters. And that is what matters to all of these service members that are now being kicked out of the military. In November of last year. So just a few months ago, we had a green beret. Green Beret, that's special forces in the army, special operations forces in the army, Green Beret, uh, you know, you're, you're John Wayne, where's the green hat? So anyways, this guy went to warrant officer school. We're talking about a highly conditioned, highly trained, special elite soldier went to warrant officer school. He's doing his two mile run for his physical training test and he collapses at the end of it. They have to rush him to the hospital. Now, this is, this is the part I want you to know. He had been complaining about dizziness and other issues for a few days in advance. Okay. He was, he was fully vaccinated and recently, and he was having issues. So when he collapsed and went to the hospital, the chain of command said to the students, other students in warrant officer school, take care of it. They did not even accompany him to the hospital. So the other students, his peers had to accompany him to the hospital to make sure that he was okay. When, when it came back and they were having a meeting, one of the officers in the room with the commander of the school 
brought up to him. He was vaccinated, sir. And he said, get out of here. I don't want that crap in here. We're not talking about that. And he kicked him out of his meeting because he refused to acknowledge the idea that a young, highly conditioned, highly athletic soldier at the top of his game died. He died because this vaccine killed him. And that's what they're doing. They are refusing to acknowledge it. And that is the best story I can give you to show you what is going on across the military. And that is a tragic conclusion, but this is something we must all speak out about. And that is why Voice of a Nation tonight focused on the cover-up and corruption in our Department of Defense that is costing lives across all branches of the U.S. military. Thank you both for your courage in speaking up. Thank you for joining us tonight and being willing to help the American public know what is really going on. This is Dr. Lee for America in for Malcolm on Voice of a Nation. Come back every night at 6 and 10 p.m. Monday through Friday to hear more from Malcolm on Voice of a Nation and my show, Truth for Health, the rest of the story every Saturday. Get involved, get loud, and let us all work together to restore American freedom and our constitutional republic.